we all want to give up eating too much chocolate or cussing or losing 20 pounds or all of that. that that's totally great to do, but you got to have your mind right and everything else right too. And I think making something that's kind of more of an emotional change can get you kind of guided in the right direction. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy 2020. I am so excited. I've been looking forward to this little sit down for a really long time. And it might be a little bit ironic, but today I get to introduce you guys to the woman who got me into spinning. Well, technically, the person who kept me going spinning, my spin instructor. And I want to say she's my favorite. I love them all, but she just has a special place in my heart, which I will definitely explain more in today's episode. But I would like to dedicate today's episode to anybody who just thinks they can't do something. Because I promise if you want to do something bad enough and you want to change for the better, you can. And there's really no better day to talk about this than on New Year's Day. Even though Carmen treats every spin class like a New Year Day opportunity. So with that in mind, welcome to You Fit Here. I'm CS and I'm so excited to introduce you to Carmen. Well, Colleen, thank you for having me today. I'm so excited to be here and not only is it 2020, it's a brand new decade. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. So cool. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think about that in totally 2010. Cool. Yes. Oh, history. I know. I so know. So much history. I know. Wow. Well, how do you feel today? I'm feeling great. I mean, every day should be taken with focus, grace, and ready to take on the day. But I think that this year is going to be great. And I think if you go into that mindset, it's going to be great. And it's all about attitude and all of that. And I know we're going to get into that in this podcast. But every day when you wake up, just think about how I can just be a little bit better. I'm glad I get to be on this podcast with you because I think what you're doing is fantastic. And I think just reaching out to others and sharing stories just kind of gets to people to relate and to grow and to make change for the better. Okay, so before I started spinning, which I started in February of 2017, I... I never worked out on purpose, except for one little teeny tiny stint. My friend Lauren and I ran on treadmills at the Y in college and like high fived each other <laughs> next to each other. But I've had a lot of people around me be really into working out and long, 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 long story short, I was at my friend Katie's bachelorette party in Austin, Texas, and I was looking at my hot friend Delia in her arms and I was like, I would just do anything to look anything like you. And she was like, do you want to know what's funny is that you're already such a happy person. And if you added working out into your life, like the endorphins would choose. She just was like, I just wish you would find something that you love. And it's so true. it is. It's true. So then I had breakfast with my friend, Christine, who I told this to. And she was like, I, I want you to watch something. 
And she got on her phone. She got on YouTube. She, she searched for this video and up pops John Green. And I love John Green. I've read, I think, all of his books, at least most of his books. If, if you don't know who John Green is, he wrote The Fault in Our Stars, Paper Towns, other things. And he's from Indy. And well, Carmen will tell you more about that. But I watched this little video about this horrible thing that happened to him when he was on his way to see Hamilton in New York City with his wife. And he wound up in the hands of Carmen at the hospital who just uplifted him in this way that made him go home and watch a movie and be thankful for for what what he had and not worry as much about what he didn't get to do that weekend and how the kind kindness from a stranger can be so impactful. And I thought, all right, I'll give it a try. When do you go spinning? And Christine was like, mm, I'll pick you up because we lived in the same neighborhood. And I was She's like, smart. Okay, great. What time will you pick me up? And she was like, 5.15, I'll see you tomorrow. It's tomorrow. And I was like, oh my gosh. But I was so, I was so excited to try something new. And I thought, well, if Carmen's as cool as this man that I admire so much says, then it's worth it. If not, for anything else, then she's kind of famous. Okay, so now fast forward to today, and Carmen is a good friend of mine and someone that I look forward to seeing and someone that motivates me in spin but in other ways, and she's really changed my life. And there are – I go most mornings, most 545 mornings, um, but – and I love, I love everybody for different reasons, but Carmen just has a very special place in my heart. And so I want for her to – help you guys whether you are a spin instructor and you want there to be a wait list for your class which there always is for Carmen or whether you want to start something new it doesn't have to be working out but if you want to do something or if you dare to do something outside of your comfort zone I'm here to tell you Carmen will inspire you to get out of your comfort zone because it's when you feel the change that things start to change and so with that being said how did you, how and when did you get into spinning? Um, I graduated high school in 92 and went to Ball State University to study business. And I worked in the intramural office there and they were starting their group fitness program. And I used to dance on the Palm Squad in, in high school, so I felt I had pretty good rhythm. I can hold an eight count. So I thought, sure, I'll try this out. So I went through this program, so the last two and a half years that I was at Ball State, I taught everything from step aerobics to high-low to, like, Reebok slide. Um, Google that. Re that is Reebok probably the slide. most dangerous thing ever. You put on, like, hospital slippers and slide back and forth. It's uh, There's a reason why it's not around anymore. So, anyway, I had done that, and then, of course, when I graduated, I got my big girl job, and but it was something that I never wanted to give up. So I taught early morning classes, and I taught after work because at that point I was just recently married. I didn't have any kids, and then um, it was just something that I kept doing. And then I had my first child, and my husband would stay home the mornings that I would have to teach and then take my daughter to daycare. Other days it would just be me. So after I got pregnant with my third, having three kids in preschool uh, and full-time daycare was going to be expensive. So I stayed at home, but I never gave that up. So as fitness worlds revolve around trends and things that go on, spinning's been around for a long time, and it was at the gym that I taught at, the, at that time, but I just didn't have the time to step out and try something different. So I thought, well, you know what? That's something 
that would be fun because the key is with spinning is um, working out to the beat of the music and getting good music at the same time. So I just kind of went on from there. And typically when you're marketing yourself to work at different fitness clubs, it's all about how many different formats can you teach? Because that's if we want to hire you, if you could teach everything. So at that point, I just added to my repertoire. And eventually, as fitness has evolved, it's like get one thing that you're really good at and go with it. And that's was my thing at that time. Um, I had since had a you know silly little freak accident and had a torn ACL. So after surgery, step just scared me to death. So I threw that away. Um, high low just wasn't fun anymore, so I just stuck with my spin, and I just thought, how can I just make this better? So, again, it's all about the music, all about the people, and um, you stick with do what you love. You know, I've gone to different studios, and I've kind of find myself at home at InCycle, where you go, Colleen, is it's just a different kind of place to be. Everybody's family, everybody's friends, they get to know you by name if you're going to do something you love you want to love the place that you're doing it at so that's kind of where um, i am now and um, i just want to grow with it every single day and continue to have everybody grace me with their presence in class you know i show up whether there's one or 30 you know i give the same kind of output and i'm sure that person who comes in is going to work just as hard whether they're there with one other person or 29 other people that's so true, and it is so true, everything you just said. I have not ventured very far since I started spinning, but there is a sense of community and family at InCycle, and people have asked me, well, why don't you just get a tel telepon, <laughs> a peloton? You've got five kids, and how do you make that work? And the truth is, it's all part of my morning routine of you know, listening to a podcast or a book on tape in the car, and then getting to InCycle and then seeing the people who make me feel so good about myself. InCycle and spinning doesn't discriminate against age or, you know, who you are or what you do for a living. Everybody's just there to get a good workout, start their day off right. And it really, I'll probably say this 10 more times, but it's just changed my life so much. So, okay, but I, I want to, I hope that you can explain this in a way that helps me even understand because like I mentioned, all of the instructors are amazing for their own reasons, but you take spinning to an entirely different level. So right. how, what do you do to make and it I, different? And I think you just have to be your genuine self. Um, and I'll touch back to you. I mentioned that story of John Green, and I'll just give some highlights of that. But um, I used to work part-time as a patient transporter at IU Health North. So we just move patients around. you got to be able to physically work and then also be compassionate and um, sympathize with what their issues are going through. So I had gotten a page to go pick up a patient down from the emergency department and take them up to the endoscopy department. And, you know, anytime you have a call to go down to the emergency room, it wasn't a planned visit, so you always have to go down there with, like, some compassion. And, of course, I see the name on my pager as John Green. Well, of course, that's kind of a common last name, a common first name, but I had a 15-year-old daughter at the time, and so I was like, maybe. But, again, you're in the hospital. It's, you know, you have HIPAA violations and things like that. So even if it was him, it was, like, top secret. 
So I went down there and I saw him and I knew exactly that that was the writer John Green. Long story short, we were chit-chatting about his unfortunate circumstance and I don't remember exactly what I said, but I had said something that made him feel comfortable and calm and kind of an aha moment for him and I did not realize it until he had his blog. I just kind of connected with him and at IU Health North we have like five maxims when I worked there and it's show kindness, create joy, connect fully, take ownership, and do more. And that's kind of something that I have taken from working there into my entire life. Like, I'm sure if he got another transporter, he would have been treated with the same kind of respect. So, of course, on Thanksgiving Eve, my phone was blowing up when apparently people who follow him on YouTube, <laughs> I'm sorry, John, I wasn't following you at the time, um, <laughs> that he had did this vlog and it had mentioned me and that he was grateful for me about my kindness. And I was just amazed, like, oh, my gosh. So, like, I was kind of like a semi-celebrity, you know, for a hot second at the hospital and in the <laughs> workforce and at the gym. But it was. And my kids, they said, Mom, I'm so proud of you. And it was cool because we always tell our kids that we're so proud of them and to have your kids tell you that they're proud, that was really cool. That was a cool moment. So then fast forward two months, I get a email from a personal trainer who has taken my class who was a runner and got injured and started cycling and fell in love with it and loved my class. Well, she was doing a fitness show with John and had to incorporate different kinds of fitnesses. So he, she wanted to schedule a class with me and of course, I couldn't tell anybody any experience I had at the hospital was kind of our family secret because John did give me permission to tell my daughter. So he walks in to take class and he was like, oh my gosh. And so anyway, that's how it gets all tied up on his vlog. And things come full circle. I think whether you're inside or outside your workforce or inside or outside your home, if you just genuinely engage with people and care about them, you're going to get them to come back. And it makes your business successful, and it makes you feel better. And I think everybody that we have at that studio does that. Anybody can teach an indoor cycling class, but can they connect? Can they be kind? Can they create joy? And I think that's kind of the special thing that we have. And I think that's kind of my little mojo that I have going on. You're not just the, the short blonde haired girl that's in the front row that sings along to every class. Your name is Colleen and you have five kids. And I don't know that from the get go, but I get to know that about everybody. And I think that if you would go to class with me next time and ask about somebody in that class, I can tell you something about them if they've been to my class before that isn't just about working out. And I think that kind of makes a difference of how you can fill your classes and fill your life with joy is just you have to connect. And if you don't connect on certain levels with people, then you just move on. I mean, it's just I, you kind of grow wiser with that, that, you know, don't waste your time on things and people that don't make you better. So I, I love that so, so much. I don't know if I have shared, but my dad is kind of a customer service guru. He calls himself Indy's trusted servant, <laughs> and he's a darling precious piece of love but he he talks about that a lot and I love everything that you just said because I feel like it applies to all businesses so it's yeah sure it's so cool that I if I sign up for next Wednesday's class before I get to this Wednesday's class I'm in and I'm happy but I know that if I wait it's going to be full and I know it's because I'm not the only one that whose life that you have touched 
Exactly. And so I, that, that's so cool. So whether you care about spinning or not, that's a lesson to take away. Right. And you got to mix it up too. I think what's unique about my classes is you, you got to just change it up and do something different. And as you're well aware, a little over a year ago, I just decided to do this one meditation and motivation class and they loved it. And it's just, I mean, all it was, everybody was, it's, it's just songs that have powerful words. Um, you take Eminem, and he's, you know, he's singing a song about not being afraid. He's rapping. He may be cussing. But if you listen to the content of what he's saying, it is amazing what he's saying. And it may touch somebody who maybe is afraid and afraid to take that chance or that leap. There's so many, so many songs that are out there. Now I have all of my classes after that were like, we got to do this more often. So I said, okay, first Wednesday of every month, we're doing it. And I think if I ever stopped doing that, I would be mauled by everybody. They would be like, why are you not doing this anymore? I just think it's important. I don't speak a lot during that class. I let the words do the movement and the motivation. And, and people have different takeaways from that. And I think with this new year, and this new decade coming up, people try to make New Year's resolutions and and when they don't work out, they just kind of get upset and they just let everything fall by the wayside. So something that I'm going to strive to do this year is just takeaways. And I think takeaways are not just at your workforce or with your friends. Everything that you choose to do, um, before you make that choice, think about what you're going to take away from doing that. And is it worth your while? And then after you do have an experience reflect back and think about what did I take away from that it's not always going to be positive it's chances to grow and learn so I think that's kind of what I'm going to focus on I don't like to make New Year's resolutions um, that are easily breakable because you know I just think this year I'm going to focus on just takeaways every time you spend time with somebody um, fully engage and think about what you can take away from that experience I really like that yeah I think it's wow. kind of cool you don't have to just you know we all want to give up, you know, eating too much chocolate or cussing or losing 20 pounds or all of that. That That's totally great to do, but, you know, you got to have your mind right and everything else right, too. And I think making something that's kind of more of an emotional change can get you kind of guided in the right direction. I think that you could be right. And I think when when people when people say to me if you if i say you don't know me if you think that getting up every day at you know 5:10 5:15 is easy because it did not come easily but i like that takeaways mm-hmm. when you think about the john green thing coming full circle i mean i don't know how many other people saw it that they were like well i want to check out this carmen chick mm-hmm. but even just for me in my personal story i'm so thankful that people like john green use their platform to exactly. talk about things like exactly. that. It's just so cool. Yes. And there was even one time Colleen brought her son, um, Danny, to class because he was like, I want to know what you're doing this early. I just got to see it. Like, who the heck gets up this early? And that was so much fun that he went there. And then he was like, okay, I get it. And um, just that just was wonderful that he wanted to be a part of, like, something that was very special in your life. I know. And I think that's so cool. I'm so glad that, that he did that. Well, and I'm, I am better to my family when I go spinning. I need the fuel and the social interaction and just, it just, it makes me a better person. 
in 2017, I started spinning, and, and at the time, it was only offered at 545 three days a week, mm-hmm. and since that's changed, which has been amazing, but, and then I gave up Diet Coke, and I feel like things started to shift for me, and one thing leads to another, but you just have to be brave enough to try something new to see where it can take exactly. you. Well, they say it takes 21 days to make a habit. And I think that's true, um, especially when it comes to going to 5.45 a.m. classes. It's not fun. Um, we do our challenge twice a year, and they have to try to go to an early morning class once. It's hard. I mean, we just recently this fall had a gal that never wanted to come, and now she's in class two to four times a week that early. I mean, it's just amazing. She's, she realizes how much she can get done. And Colleen talked about earlier how the 5.45s are packed, and I think it's – their time to work out, which is great. So you don't want to just settle for anything, but when you actually have something to look forward to, that's even better because it's going to start your day off right. And I think Kathy, in one of our latest newsletters, she's our owner, had mentioned about how easy it is to get out of routine and what effect it has on your body. And it is if you just miss a whole week for any kind of circumstance, your whole body takes so much more time to get back to that feeling and those endorphins that you missed out on on that whole week and you think that gosh I got to do this for another 21 days again to get back in my routine and that's why it's so important to keep yourself as a priority on that list even if you can't come to a spin class just to do something to get your heart rate up and your mind right and just to focus and breathe I think that's truly truly important um, to do with you on that and I definitely three years ago today I would have just I would have laughed if someone would have told me the kind of person that I would become but I am so and and you know if for some reason there is a day when either my alarm didn't go off or someone was sick the night before usually it's Danny he'll he'll be like you didn't go spinning today did you and I'm I, I mean you can just tell and I'm okay with that I'm okay with Something bringing me such happiness right. it is something I rely on, but it's also something that I want to continue doing, and so there's really no pressure on that happiness. Right. When Christine came to me and told me, okay, Carmen, I'm bringing my friend next week at 5.45 a.m., she really needs this. And she didn't tell me much about you. She just said she really needs this, and I know it's going to be good for her. She's kind of afraid. She doesn't really work out, and like when – as a fitness instructor, when you get that from somebody, you have no idea what you're walking into. I mean, you could have walked in feeling like you just didn't want to be there. You didn't want to say hello. But here she is. She comes walking in. She's smiling. And I think it was my Super Bowl halftime performers ride. So it was like Lady Gaga and Coldplay. I don't know who else was. All I remember, I remember was Lady, Lady Gaga. Yeah. And um, – all I know is that she was singing at the top of her lungs in the middle of that class. Cause she's now in the front row, but um, beforehand she's moved up. And it, again, you talk about full circle is that she came up and thanked me for the class afterwards. And next thing I know, she's writing a blog and she's mentioning me and those takeaways that she got from my class. And as an instructor, we work really hard to put on a good class and everybody says thank you and they wave and they say goodbye but when people actually share with you an experience that they had because of your class those are important so all of you out there if you have a good experience with your fitness instructor or anybody please let them know because 
it, we work really hard to do our jobs and do our jobs well. And if somebody shares that with us, it just makes us feel more fulfilled that we're doing the right thing. And so like when you wrote that blog, and I think I was talking, you were talking about Born This Way, yeah. and what you were thinking during that song. And everybody thinks something different. I had a few months ago, I seriously shazammed a song in Target. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that right now. I mean, Target, now they've refaced all everything. Right. And they got good music going on. And I could not place this old song. And seriously, it was Rick Astley. You remember him? Yeah. Never Gonna Give You Up? Yes. yes. But it was Cry For Help. I forgot that he had a ballad love song. So I'm like, I love that song. So I thought for class today, I'm going to cool down with it. So I went and did the class and all that. So I'm, you know, cooled everybody down and I'm putting my stuff away. And um, one, of, one of the members um, was kind of waiting around and, and he was like, can I have a hug? And I said, sure, I'll give you a hug. And he goes, I really needed that class. And that last song was amazing. And he said, my dad passed away last week. Aww. It was, and he just... He said, it took all I could to come to class, but I knew I needed it. And apparently I had some songs in there that made a difference. But I was glad he did that because here I am thinking I'm just playing this Target song, Rick Astley, Cry for Help. But, like, if you share with people your experiences that are good, you're going to make them want to continue to do good. Because if you don't get good feedback or any feedback, you're just going to assume everything's negative. Yeah. And I think you take that all the way into your life, even with your kids. You know, just more positives, more out of girls and out of boys than other stuff. That's kind of like what we've grown up to do with our kids. But it's not just as a parent, but it's also in the workforce, too. Yes, I love that. Never suppress a generous thought. No. You, I mean, whether it is the person helping you at Starbucks or someone who opens the door for you, just saying a kind thing that is on your mind and letting them know that that made a difference for you. Exactly. Another thing that I do, and again, you don't have to, you know, move to Indiana and take Carbon Spin class to feel a passion like I do for no. something that's going to change your life. But I, if I go all five days, I dedicate each of those rides to one of my kids. So I make a point to just sort of pray for them if if I remember to. And right. I And I love connecting sort of my... I mean, it is a spiritual thing. I think about community at church for me, and I know that's not the same for everybody. Right, right. But I think about that, and then I think this is very similar for me. And if someone isn't there, there's usually just a really good reason. Exactly. But exactly. that's just life. And it's nice to know that when somebody isn't there, you're noticed. And people like that. If you come back and you're like, I missed you last week, we'd like to have that feeling of being missed um yeah. you know just to say you know and then you're like because there's going to be a time that you weren't there and they're going to be like i missed you last week and it's it's nice to know that people are aware of um you know their surroundings and what kind of helps lift you up to make you work hard because like in indoor cycling we talk about comparing to outdoor riding and i've ridden outdoors a lot and you draft off your your other cyclists that are around you but in, in an indoor studio, you just draft off the energy that's around you. And the more people you surround yourself with and the energy of a classroom really can get you to motivate yourself so well. Because there's different things that motivate everybody. But in just big hype, big energy, and some people sweat more than others. Some people sing more than others. But the whole vibe of the whole classroom needs a little bit of everybody. And I think that's just so cool. And I get to sit up front and watch it all happen in front of me which is totally awesome totally Carmen awesome. has even having 
even had to give up her bike when a class has been so full and someone I mean, came honey, on somebody's going to come that early. I was like, I'm not going to make him turn around and go home. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you don't have to be on stage all the time to make a difference. No. And that is very true. I feel like people probably wonder, have you always had this sort of outlook on life? Or you no, mentioned. I think it's evolved. I was grown up and I was, the, I'm the youngest of four. So I have oldest twin sisters, and then um, 15 months later was my other sister. Whoa. And I was four and a half years later. So I've kind of grown up from a large family, but then again, I spent a large chunk of my high school and college life as kind of an only child. Mm. So I've kind of evolved. All, all of my family are teachers, and so I was the kind that I just don't like to go with what everybody else is doing kind of thing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to study business. Look what I'm doing now. I'm teaching. I'm oh my teaching. Gosh. I know. I'm teaching. But I think my business background has helped because I do marketing and stuff like that too. But you take little things from your parents and your experiences and stuff. I mean, my dad's never met a stranger, and I think that's where I get that from. And my mom is a very loving and affectionate person. She always said, you know, I'm proud of you. I love you. I still hug and kiss my kids. I mean, as they're going on, my oldest is now in college. I'm never afraid of telling them how I feel because I want them to do the same. And all three of my kids have something different. Like, my oldest is confident and witty. She gets witty from me. We like our little puns and things. You know, my husband's always been a very confident person. My and son, she's a beautiful singer. Thank you. Thank you. And person. Yes, thank they you. They all are. Sorry. And my son is, he is very loyal. Even, I mean, you'll see him out on the basketball court in the playground with the younger kids in the neighborhood. And he just, he likes to be a big brother because he never really got to be, Maya and him are only 18 months apart. He never had a little brother to hang out with. So he really loves to be caring and concerning. He's one of those that you can send um, and sit with senior citizens and he would have something to say and talk to. He looks you in the eye when he talks to you. He has a firm handshake. He is He's such a kind and gentle soul in that way. Um, and I love to see that, especially when it comes to 16-year-old boys. So I, he's got a special heart. He's also, he's building his own computer. Yes, he is. I yes, mean. he does. <clears throat> yes. Okay. So, you know, it's those minds that aren't exactly yours, but you want them to have a creative and different side of what you can give them some things. And then, of course, my youngest, she is just full of integrity. She, you know, she would never ever do anything that would be wrong put somebody in the wrong way I mean when my kids used to fight when they were little she would be the one that say just take mine I don't want you guys fighting she has this gentle soul about her and and this uh, infectious smile that just you know brings anybody to life and when she hurts she doesn't want anybody to see that she's hurting so um they all have different quirks about them and I think they get a little bit from us but I love seeing something different and I think that I can grow by seeing things different in them that I can learn by because you want to teach your kids, but you can learn a lot from them as well, too. You know, my husband's very minimalistic. She, he doesn't need a lot to make him happy. I remind him every single day that <laughs> he is the happiest man around. But, no, he is genuinely happy being a husband and a dad. He works really hard. And, um, you know, he lost his dad when he was just a sophomore in college. And I can't imagine being that age and having your dad not around to have your first beer or be at your wedding or to see your grandkids being born. 
he never pouts about it. He doesn't. He just lives his life that he would. He talks about his dad. He shares stories with our kids. It's a good thing. Tragic things happen that you don't expect, but you just got to make the best of it. And, I mean, you're totally, you know, face that, still face that, and everybody's going to face that in their life. And it's just about you and what you take away with that. Everything you just said kind of summarizes what we are going to call this episode. And I don't even know if I mentioned it to you, but your life is in your own hands. That's so true. And I love how everything you just touched on relates back to that. And as a mother, you and Brandon, your husband, Mm -hmm. you have raised your kids in such a way that you're able to sit here today and say these lovely, lovely things about them. And you'll be the first one to say if they made a mistake too. Oh, totally. Because I'm not perfect. Nobody is, but it's really cool because if, if you want a better life, it it really is, it's in your hands and you've been such an inspiration personally to me. I, I just, I remember leaving my first, that first spin class, I was weeping on the bike because of (laughs) Lady Gaga who knew I mean, I, I hated working out, and then now I can't. And here you are. And it's it, I, I'm not going to strut around in a bikini. It's not about that for me. It's not. It is, it is just about the way it makes me feel. It just makes me feel so exactly. much better. And I know I'm not alone. No, you're not. you gotta, you got to do what you love. you got to do, do what you love. Well, so how, how, one more kind of question mm-hmm. before we wrap things up. But so you've not always been this way but you've always been sort of this way but it's all evolved yes i, I don't even think i even answered that question you for did you. though kind of you yes. did like um, you always keep i think working. i was um growing up i cared a lot about what people thought and that's still in the back of my mind always you know i always think about like if i know that i let somebody down or maybe um in a situation it, it bothers me Um, And I'm better at that. I'm totally better at that. You know, my husband, that's probably why I love him, is that he just, he just doesn't care. He he goes on, he goes, keep doing your own thing. It doesn't matter what people think. And I love that about him. And I'm better at that. And I think that you just got to keep on doing what you know how to do and do it to the best of your ability. And if I can affect somebody, whether in the cycle room or out in life, because I think they're going to go and do that too. And there's more there's more people out here who have stories or have experiences and who are kind that are in a role that I am in. I'm around people who I don't know if they're a doctor or a dentist who just came out of an abusive relationship. We don't know anything about these people that I'm around. And then when you dig deep and get to know them, they're just regular Joes, you know. And I'm very fortunate that I get to surround myself with hundreds of people like that every single week. And there's so many jobs that don't. And not that those jobs aren't good, but I'm just so fortunate. And that, you know, I, it's kind of a laughing thing in our friend circle and all of that, that if somebody comes to some function and they get introduced to me and, and they're like, oh, they're like, you don't know Carmen? So, I mean, and it, the funny thing is, is like, well, I guess if they haven't been to spinning or had somebody saying, you got to take the spin class. And I'm happy that I have kind of that little, little thing out there that people are saying, oh, Carmen, spin class. And it, I love it because it's not only just a good workout, it's an experience. And then I get to create that to hundreds of people every single week. 
And if I can keep doing that for the rest of my life, I will, I will totally do that. So again, 2020 is going to be great. And it's all about your aspect of what's going to happen, what's going to go on. And I share this with my first class of the new year. There is a motivational video that's called Don't Let Your Dreams End Up in the Graveyard. It's by Jonathan Zelensky. I think is that's how you say his name. You can look up his stuff on YouTube. It's about a six-minute speech. Something in it that he says will totally affect somebody in some way. And I play that every single year in my class before I start class um, as they're coming in. And you can just hear a pin drop when they walk into the room because it's just you start to hear some words and you're like, wait a minute, that can be me. It's, it's something special and something that I share with my kids that I'm going to share with my class this year is Admiral McRaven. He's a Navy SEAL. Um, he did a commencement speech to somebody back in 2014, and it's all about making your bed every morning. Ha, 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 ha. Hilarious. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> um, Brandon, Doug. you need to listen to that Doug all the time. Doug and Brandon, husbands. Yes, husbands. I shared it with my kids, and it was just his little take on – one task to start your day can lead to other small tasks that can lead to bigger tasks. And if something didn't happen or go well that day and all the tasks that you set out to do didn't happen, you come home and your bed's made and that's the one task that was done and you did it. So it's cool. So I had my kids listen to it. You know, they're, mom, what? It's, and they leave like, oh my gosh, do they make their bed every day? Maybe not, but they probably do more now that they listen to that. So those are my top two things that I try to listen to and um, remind myself every single year. I lo- I will definitely link both of those things in the do. blog. Yeah. And I can't wait to listen to them myself. I can't believe that I haven't. They're good stuff. Well, I'm really excited about that. I, you know, well, it's important for me to go spinning for a lot of reasons. Sometimes I get a text from InCycle, how was your class? And I always say 10 and then would you mind giving us a reason? And this week I said, because it's just more than a class, it's a feeling. And I think you summed that up when you said that it's an experience and it It really, it really is. I think when you move somewhere new, when you change careers, when you don't know where to go, you, you just don't know until you go and try something new. And I know there are a, a million things you can try but if you just think about what may, maybe makes you happy it could be books so maybe talking to a local bookstore about a book club right. or it could be maybe you're a really savvy grocery shopper and you can meet up with other savvy grocery shoppers and change the world that way I, I, that's my new year's you got to is to like be more mindful about my spending mm-hmm. to be able to also teach that to my kids and then also actually plan meals which I'm I feel like I'm I'm always trying it's so but hard it is but I, I'm gonna work yeah and 20 2020 vision it is 2020 like meals like it's gonna yes. be the 2020 vision I'm really liking that I'm liking that yeah. I don't know why we haven't said okay, it can I steal that I'm still yes that. yes duh <laughs> This, all of this, I'm stealing it. I'm stealing what you're saying too. So, but so I go spinning because that is something that I do for me. It is before anybody else in my home is even awake. I am sitting there. I am thinking God that I am alive, that I have these legs that I can do this thing with. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I get stronger. I feel like I become 
a better version of myself. And that's how I feel is like, even at the end of the day, if it, if I wasn't able to make it as great as I'd like, at least I kicked it off. Right. And, and I tried. do make my you bed. Showed up. Yes. So since yes. my husband doesn't, I make it. Mm-hmm. So I love that. But what, what would you like to say to anybody listening today about self care and, and how they can practice it and, and why it's important? Okay. Self care is more than just what you put in your body and how many calories you burn. Self care is a combination of those two things and having your mindset right. Totally. Um, you, if whatever, if you think it, you can achieve it kind of attitude. Again, you got to work hard because, you know, that saying, if it was easy, everybody would do it. But I think if you continue to make yourself a priority, your self-care is going to become easier to handle and stay in control of. I think because if you are in your right mindset, you are feeling good about yourself mentally and physically, that makes you a better person, that makes you a better mother, a better father, a better friend, a better sister, a better brother, a better coworker, better boss. Um, but if you're not feeling well about yourself, that mantra that you're kind of not saying but showing um, affects others around you. I mean, I'm sure you've been at places and just seen people who are just angry and happy and you look at them and just like, I, you know, I'll pray for them because it's just – it's not a it's not a good thing to see and the fact that they get to feel that way that just you know makes me sad and um, and I think that if you continue to make yourself a priority you're going to become a better person and everybody else around you is going to benefit from that and you just think if everybody did that just try to come back when you go to bed at night just one positive thing that happened that day you know crap happens and I love that you said that you dedicate a ride to one of your kids when you go in the morning. And I'm sure that when you're there, you're thinking about a way that they change your life as well too. But like self-care is just so much more than just, you know, the physical aspects and the nutritional aspects. And I think it's just the world we live in now is just being in the right mindset, having perspective on things. You know, I love the Tim McGraw song, Humble and Kind. I mean, grace is key. If you have a lot of grace, your life can just be so much better. And I think as we age, we just notice that a little bit more. And, you know, life's not always what we want it to be, but it's what it's supposed to be. So I just, it is what it is, but self-care, you got to keep yourself a priority. If you don't keep yourself a priority, everything else in your life is not going to be what it probably should be. It is what it is, but it becomes what you make it. And the mindset thing, it's no wonder why I sometimes come out of spin class and I'm voice recording and texting CB and she's an hour behind. So she probably is like, okay, here she goes. But it it is an inspiring place for me and it helps me clear my head. And I do think I want to keep growing. I don't ever want to be just content with where I'm at, even if I'm happy, because I know that I'm going to keep learning and growing and changing and getting stronger and better And a lot of it is due to not just the experience, but the people that I've met um, on this journey. And I think for many people, if they need to meet new people, it's just a great place to start. Find something that you can do that you love. Get into the right mindset. Mm -hmm. 
surround yourself with people that have lots of similar interests or something that you're kind of intrigued about, you can learn so much more. Um, You were talking about like if you're new in town or, you know, just kind of have a new aspect on life and you want to try something different or like something you always want to do as a kid and now you're an adult and I want to do that. I want to take an art class. I want to do that. Don't do a private lesson. Go and do it around other people. More people that kind of have similar interests to you, you know. Yes. I was talking about we went to breakfast the day before Thanksgiving and everybody at that table, there was like nine or ten of us, I didn't even know before InCycle even opened. And that is just well, you, amazing. Yeah, that, you said that. Amazing that to me. That is so cool. Um, and you guys are some of my best friends. Like, it's just people who come into your life, they stick around when they're totally worthwhile. That's, you know, I, people are like, oh, are you taking time off for vacation or this? And, well, I guess when I do take vacation, I, you know, won't be at class to teach. But I don't never feel like I just need to sub out a class because I just need a break it's kind of what keeps me going and it's kind of I need it just as much as you guys need it so I'm truly blessed to get to get to lead a class that I love and do what I love well I love that and I'm the same as you in that my dad and both my sisters are educators and I went a different path as well and now I find myself just wanting wanting to not maybe teach but just live in a way that maybe can help inspire other people. Mm-hmm. And by that, I feel like I'm sort of doing the same, oh, totally. same thing that, that they do in a different way. And that makes me feel not like I belong because I've always belonged, but I can relate to you on that. And I feel like a lot of other people out there can probably relate to that too. I'm sure. You can I'm just sure. be your own person. And I'm just, this was great. Well, I appreciate you having me. This was fun. We get to chat all the time. But I know. We share stories, but it's just kind of nice to know that if you just – connect and get to know people regardless of whatever work that you do it just it just kind of makes your life a little bit better it really truly does and I will link the John Green YouTube video Mm -hmm. the don't let your dreams go to the graveyard graveyard and the make your bed yes I will link all of those so that people can be even more inspired than they obviously already are by this conversation Mm -hmm. and I just want to wrap things up by encouraging all of you. How are you going to improve your vision this year, this year, 2020? And how are you going to take your life into your own hands? And if you haven't thought about it, we are here to tell you that you can and you should because this is it. You have one life. It's not like you have another shot at it, but every day is a new chance. And so you really you really should listen to what Carmen is saying and try to apply it to your life however you can because you don't have to be a spinner or want to learn to spin, but you just have to have a passion for something and then just run with that. And I think that your life will be better and you'll be happier. Agreed? Agreed. All right, great. Okay. Happy New Year, Happy everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. Please go to the website and definitely tell us something good at the bottom. My something good today was being here. Carmen has lovely candles that smell delicious. <laughs> I'm a candle lover myself, so that has been good. And then um, don't forget to share us and, 
you know, tag somebody who is a, an educator in some way to you or a teacher or an instructor and let them know that they have had a positive influence on your life. Because as Carmen mentioned, it makes a difference. It does. And, we and if you're them. in the Indy area, come and take one of my classes. In yes. cycle. I-N-C-Y-C-L-E. Exactly. It's so, so much I teach fun. every day, but Sundays. I even need a day off, too. Well, sure. Okay, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2020. Let's go. Let's go.